and welcome to the Log Pod Podcast, a podcast specifically about the League of Gentlemen plus one woman fantasy football league. If you're not a member of that fantasy football league, this will make no sense and be extremely boring. Please leave. If you are a member, enjoy. Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, David Montgomery, Chris Carson, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders, Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt, all the San Francisco running backs, all the Baltimore running backs, Russell Wilson, Jameis Winston, Zach Wilson, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tua Tungaviola, Tyrod Taylor, Calvin Ridley, Michael Thomas, Jerry Judy, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Henry Ruggs, Allen Robinson, Odell Beckham, Brandon Ayuk, all the New York Giants wide receivers, George Kittle, Robert Tunyon, Rob Gronkowski, Logan Thomas. All of these people have been out a significant amount of time, and they have played havoc on everybody's roster. So that plus bye weeks, plus all these people's injuries and just general shakiness. It's like Allen Robinson hasn't been injured, but he's been awful. And so, I mean, it's just been it's just been awful. So uh, yeah, we got quite a quite a league here going. We got a lot of the lot of the league is at four and four. We've got one, two, three, four, four teams at four and four, and pretty much everybody else within one game. It is close, and the teams on the top. We're talking the fantasy football expert who just lost Derrick Henry for the year. He's got Russell Wilson hurting. Um, yeah, he's beatable right now. I, I mean, everybody's beatable. The high score for this last week was only 152. Everybody's beatable. I've, I'm also 5-2, and two, but I should not be 5-2. and two. My team is not good. I've been getting pretty lucky. Just Cooper Cup has been screwing up the wazoo, and that's been uh, keeping me in it. Jordan's team's up there. Now, Jordan doesn't have any big holes, right? He's got Jonathan Taylor, and Rodgers is out this week, but that's just one week. Mac Jones is playing better. Uh, maybe his hole's at wide receiver three, but everybody's got holes. His hole at wide receiver three is fillable. So I think Jordan's probably the front runner, given what's happened to Derrick Henry recently and how my team's just been getting lucky. So, uh, yeah, things things are available. Um if you're four and four, you're not out of it. If you're three and five, you're not out of it. If you're Smitty and you're two and six, you're probably out of it. No, I'm just kidding. Smitty's still in it. Smitty's still in it. Okay, let's take a look at what happened last week. So, man, we had a very, very low amount of scoring for the week. 
our average for the week was 124.9. Never mind. I take it back. Oh, that's not, not that far off. 124.16 points. That was the average for the week, which is usually a low score. You should not win with 124. But if you had higher than 124, you beat the average. Our all bench team scored 160.5. And there was no team that beat that. LaRoche was the highest score with 152. After that, it was only 134. So not a great week for anybody. Even LaRoche, the highest score, was not a great week. In fact, let's let's take a minute and hear from LaRoche. The big top score, 152. Uh, I think second top score was 135. Uh, not very impressive, but I'll take it. Um, I'll, I'll be a little bit more celebratory uh, next time. Hopefully this week I uh, put Jordan into the ground. Not looking great, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Bye! All right, well, probably going to be me you're hearing from next week, so not you. There were only two teams that went over projection. That was LaRoche and Urban. Urban went over projection by a couple points. Um, everybody else went way below projection. Let's see what happened. In the um, Amanda versus Jordan game, I predicted Jordan to win in the upset, and I was right. I saw Jordan put – he. I don't know if he did it based off of my podcast or his own just general thinking, but – he did put T.Y. Hilton in his starting lineup over Tyler Lockett, as I suggested, and that was awful. Tyler Lockett made the all-bench team, had the, one of the best scores for any wide receiver this week, and he was on your bench from a last-minute move. Even if you just started Beasley. Beasley, I think, is also – I don't remember exactly. Yeah, Beasley is also on the all-bench team. So <laughs> Lockett and Beasley – on your bench, and they had 26 and 21 points. You won anyway, Jordan, so who cares? Amanda had really bad performances from pretty much her whole roster. Mahomes, Sutton, Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Swift, Jalen Hurts. A good little good little crew right there, and they all did uh, pretty bad for you. So sorry, Amanda. Better things to come. I think you might be one of the, uh, one of the teams looking at the second half here thinking good things. LaRoche versus Dad. I picked LaRoche. LaRoche won. Um, LaRoche had the high score for the week, like I said. Dad really didn't have much of a chance right from the beginning. Dalvin Cook did not play well. He seems, still seems a little bit injured. And at your QB2 super flex spot, Dad, you started Kirk Cousins, and he did not do that great. Meanwhile, on LaRoche's team, A.J. Brown, Amari Cooper finally came alive and killed it. For his team. In the next matchup, we had Fantasy Football Expert versus Rayford. I picked Rayford, but the Fantasy Football Expert keeps getting it done. He got just a few points from Derrick Henry, uh, but Jimmy Garoppolo, his only quarterback, played really well. Michael Pittman really turns it on. Looks like a good keeper going forward and a wide receiver one. And then Rayford just got really bad performances from Emmanuel Sanders, who got him a goose egg zero, and Travis Kelsey, who got like three or four points. So not great. <clears throat> Urban versus McCann. I picked the upset. I picked Urban, and Urban went 
he would kind of stayed with his projection for the most part. Um, everybody was generally under except Michael Carter was way over. So Michael Carter looks like a great play. I don't know what's going on with Mike White, but I saw that we'll get into this later, but Urban has already started like pretty much all of the New York Jets and they all sucked on Thursday night. So last week they great. This week, not so much. Christopher versus Nick. I picked Nick in the upset, and I was wrong. Christopher won. Christopher got about what his projection said he was going to get, but Nick lost a lot of points when James Robinson went down to injury and uh, James Winston went down to injury. So, Nick, you uh, it looks like you lost Winston for the year. Um, Amanda's probably going to be winning that trade, um, the Winston versus Justin Jefferson trade. I'm sure you're pretty pissed off about that. Don't blame you. All right, me versus Smitty. This came down to Monday night. I basically just didn't get enough points to pull it off. Kadarius Tony needed like, I don't know, it was like four or five points, Smitty, and uh, he got it. He got it late. Like I think it was after halftime, after uh, Sterling Shepard went down, um, they finally started giving it to Tony. I was hoping Tony would just be injured. Uh, but I was wrong. So Smitty pulled it off. Cooper Cup continues to be the number one wide receiver. Heard a stat the other day on Cooper Cup. If he continues with his production, he will have, um, and this is not an exaggeration, 1,900 yards and 21 touchdowns on the year. So I'm hoping that continues to happen, but we'll see. Not a lot in the area of Tough Luck Award. Tough luck, man. McCann had the sixth highest score, so barely in that top six. Um, And he ended up getting the loss. Played against fantasy football expert who had the third highest score. Then we had the Dumb Luck Award. Totally unearned. This guy gets the dumb luck award. And that'd be Smitty. Smitty was barely in the dumb luck award area. He had the seventh highest score, sixth lowest score, however you want to look at it. And he played me, and I had the eighth highest score or fifth fifth lowest. So, And then we had the big time loser of the week. It's time for... Dad, I think that you got a, you had a good lineup. Um, your team was doing well. Hopkins looks like he might be injured. Dalvin Cook should come back and start scoring points. Damon Harris looks like a good, solid RB2, maybe one of the best RB2s in the league. Um, but I think you just had a bad week. Good things coming forward, but not great things because I don't see your team being one of the top playoff teams going in all right so let's take a look at the top six bottom six so according to the top six bottom six McCann should be seven and one now he is four and four so unfortunate for you Mr. James McCann fantasy football expert and Amanda should both be six and two fantasy football expert is seven and one and Amanda is four and four like I said these four and four teams have been getting rather unlucky 
and going forward, you should be doing better. The only team that's really beating the top six, bottom six record is me. I'm five and three, but according to the top six, bottom six, I should be two and six closer to last place. Also, overall points, I'm like in eighth or ninth. So I'm getting lucky. I'm not pretending like I deserve this in any way. It's just is happening and kind of okay with it. Let's talk about the all bench team. Just sitting on the bench, scoring lots of points. It's the all bench team. On the all bench team, Jordan, you have four people on this team. We should probably call it the all Jordan team. I already mentioned the two wide receivers. You had Tyler Lockett and Cole Beasley. Both of them outscored your starters, Keenan Allen, Jarvis Landry, T.Y. Helton. I, I would have started the three that you started, Keenan Allen, Jarvis, Landry, T.Y. Hilton. You won anyway, but according to the all-bench score, that was dumb. So you and I both would have been dumb. Quarterback, we got Justin Fields for Jordan's team. Also, uh, 26.3 points sitting on your bench. I haven't taken a look yet. I think you got him starting this week because Aaron Rodgers is out. But um, you did start Aaron Rodgers. And then at the super flex spot, you started Leonard Fournette. So... Probably should have started Fields over Fournette, but Fournette was doing really well, so I understand why you did that. At the super flex spot, QB2 spot usually, we're going to go with Brandon Cooks from McCann's team. He had 20.3 points. Um, McCann, you started Kyler and Joe Burrow at wide receiver. You could have put one of them at wide receiver and then the other one on the bench. But you're not benching Kyler, although Kyler's injured, so be careful. I don't know if I would have put in Brandon Cooks over one of your wide receivers, McLaurin, Thielen, Higgins, uh, but he did outscore all of them. Yeah, so LaRoche um, on the all-bench team has another running back here, Boston Scott. You could have started him over Antonio Gibson, who had 8.4 points. Joe Mixon had 25 points, so you probably don't want to start him over him. Maybe going forward, Boston Scott over Antonio Gibson. That'd be a pretty bold move. But I understand it because Gibson has really been giving up a lot of carries and receptions to that rookie. What's his name? Patterson, something like that. Um, the other running back, Devontae Booker for Urban's team. He started Nick Chubb, Michael Carter. Don't blame you. Michael Carter went off. Nick Chubb had eight points, but you expect Nick Chubb to outproduce Devontae Booker. He just happened to not. The other wide receiver, Nick had Robert Woods. 20.7 points. He did plug in Robert Woods into a starting lineup this week. I don't know if you did that over Mike Williams. I'll have to take a look but in a little bit. But Tyree Kill, Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams. Don't blame you. Jordan, yet another. Like I said, he had four t- people on the all-bench team. Evan Ingram, 10.5 points. You're not starting him over Hawkinson, so don't blame me on that. Hawkinson had 19 points, so good play. Then we got the all-loser team. Whoops, shouldn't have put that guy in the lineup. These people were on people's starting lineups and should not have been. This should be the me team because I had three people on it. At quarterback, Urban had Baker Mayfield with 9.5 points. You could have started a number of other position players at your super flex spot. Lorch started Matt Ryan, 8.14 points at the quarterback position. 
You know, let it be noted, if you've got two quarterbacks starting, the lowest that you're going to get is right around here, nine, eight points. And that's not like a terrible game for a quarterback or for a running back wide receiver. So if you've got a quarterback that you can possibly start in that super flex spot, it almost always is worth it. At the running back spot, I started Alex Collins. I didn't have anybody better. Brandon Bolden, 2.6. David Johnson, 1.3. So it looks bad, but that's all I had. Fantasy football expert in a similar situation, Devin Singletary, got four points. Sonny Michelle had 7.6. So I guess you should have started Michelle, but no one's doing that. At wide receiver, I had Devontae Smith, and he... Got one reception for 15 yards for 2.5 points. And he got it like in the middle of the third quarter. And it was bad. Smitty also started a really bad wide receiver. Khalif Raymond had a goose egg zero. But he did not have any wide receiver on his bench. So don't blame you. Rayford started Emmanuel Sanders uh, off of the trade from me. Got zero points. Tim Patrick, nine points. I'm on St. Brown, 7.6 points. There were other options. But you got to start Sanders. He'd been doing really well. Everybody was pretty surprised when he had zero. The wide receiver position, I had 2.8 points from Noble Fart. I did not have a tight end on the bench. Um, I probably could have picked somebody up, I guess, but I did not really want to. You guys ready to track some trades? Let's do it. Let's look at the trade tracker. Tracker. Man, the trade tracker has all sorts of benchings happening and droppings. Noah Fant for LaVishka Chenault. I'm still winning that, but like I said, Noah Fant had the worst tight end starting score in the all-loser all team. LaVishka Chenault did not do a lot better. He almost made the all-loser team with 4.1 points. Christopher and Smitty's Mike Davis for Rondale Moore trade. Uh, both of them dropped these players. Christopher does not have Mike Davis. He was picked up by the fantasy football expert. And Rondo Moore was dropped by Smitty. So I guess we're going to end that. So Christopher won that trade, 34.7 to 33. But I would consider them both losers. Robert Woods, Devontae Smith. Nick is running away with this against me. Uh, Robert Woods had 20 points. Devontae Smith had 2.5 points. And this looks like a bad trade on my part. Um, but that's okay because the next trade, Jameis Winston is out for the year. And so right now, Nick is winning the Jameis Winston versus Justin Jefferson, Amanda, Nick deal. Um, but that very soon will go in favor of Amanda because Winston is out for the year. And then the other trade, like I said, none of these have really been big. Um, even the Robert Woods, Devontae Smith deal for me and Nick, Nick is just now putting Woods in his lineup. Devontae Smith has just been hurting me. Really, I, actually, you know what? Looking at the deal, Robert Woods had 18 more points than Devontae Smith. I would have won last week had I not made the deal. So, yippee. Rayford and my deal, we had the Heineke deal for Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater Darnell Mooney, and Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I got very little. Heineke had a bye. Alex Collins was on the all-loser team. So Rafer is winning that deal 96 to 66. Probably is going to win going forward.
All right, we tracked some trades. Oh, I did not mention where I am on my matchups. I went 3-3 three and three last week, so now I am 30-18, and 18, which is pretty good. I'm okay with that. So if I predict you to win, it's uh, pretty, good, uh, pretty good odds that will happen. Um, yeah, so let's look at the matchups for this week. Matchups. First matchup we're going to look at is Jordan versus LaRoche. Yahoo says that Jordan is going to win. And like I said last week, I'm going to keep going for Jordan until he proves me wrong. That running back duo of Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara, possibly the number one and number two running back in the league, looks like it's going to... I think Jordan's probably the front runner to win this league at this point. You know, quarterback, he's got Aaron Rodgers, Mac Jones, which is average, maybe a little above average with Aaron with Aaron Rodgers on. But Aaron Rodgers is out this week. Um, I could see LaRoche winning this, but like I said, I have to go with Jordan until proven otherwise. So I'm going with Jordan. In the Smitty versus McCann matchup, Yahoo says that Smitty is going to win, and I agree. I also think that Smitty is going to win. I think Smitty's team's doing a lot, lot better lately. Elijah Mitchell comes back at running back. Najee Harris is doing really well. He also gets Tyrod Taylor, who he picked up off the wire. Smooth pickup there to start at his QB2 spot to fill that hole. Zach Wilson is out. So you got Tyrod Taylor in there going against Miami, by the way, who's a killer matchup. The only hole on your lineup there, Smitty, is probably Van Jefferson, but third wide receiver. It's kind of a crapshoot, a little bit of a home run threat there. McCann, you got Kyler Murray, who's hurting and going against San Francisco. A little bit, little bit bad matchup, not the greatest. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Smitty on this. Um, I think that McCann's team... Hits a little bit of a wall, just just a little bit. The next matchup, we got Rayford versus Urban. Um, the projection, according to Yahoo, is that Rayford wins by a lot. Urban already has a lot of teams that have played. You know, when you look at your lineup and you see three New York Jets players, Mike White, Michael Carter, and Jamison Crowder, that's not good, and that's what Urban did. He started those three guys on Thursday nights. I guess you just had big plans for Thursday night, and you wanted to watch the game. Did not work out. Now, Mike White looked like he was going to be good. I will I will give you that. He started off with an early touchdown. He had four or five touchdowns last week, so he looked like he was going to be solid. That just, not, just did not end up that way. Meanwhile, Rayford's team... Has a lot of guys going against good matchups. Josh Allen against Jacksonville. Jalen Waddell against Houston. Emmanuel Sanders against Jacksonville as well. Um, Aaron Jones against Kansas City. I think that Rayford's got a lot of good matchups. And you've already gotten poor projection out of three different players, Urban. So my choice is Rayford on that one. All right, then we got Dad versus Fantasy Football Expert. And the projection here says that fantasy football expert will win. However, I'm going to call this upset. I'm going to say that my dad is going to pull it off. At running back, 
Mr. Fantasy Football Expert. You got Mike Davis, Devin Singletary. Singletary is going against Jacksonville. They could run out the clock, but um, I do think that my dad's got it. Uh, I think he's got very low projections for a couple players. Dalvin Cook at 18. I think that's he's going to do better than that. Um, Jerry Judy against Dallas. I think he's going to do better than that. Yeah, I, I just feel like uh, my dad's going to pull. I think it's going to be close. Like, I think it's going to be close. Michael Pittman, um, who really bailed you out last week, fantasy football expert, he only, he got just barely over projection. So I do believe that my dad's going to pull this out, but I think it's going to be close, and I think it's going to be high scoring. Everybody remember, put Dalton Schultz in your daily lineup because that's who my dad's starting at tight end, FYI, at least as of now. Next matchup, we got Nick versus Amanda. And projections say that Nick is going to win. And I also think that Nick is going to win. Nick's team is really coming together nicely. Um, That Herbert guy, Khalil Herbert, who I definitely bad-mouthed when I first saw his name, what, four or five weeks ago. He looks like a really good running back. I think that... He's going to do well another week without um, David Robinson. I mean, not Robinson, David Montgomery there. Uh, yeah, I just I just got Nick on this one. I think Nick's going to pull it off. Amanda, uh, yeah, I don't feel great. I did notice Nick does not have a quarterback at the QB2 spot. You know, that used to be a rarity, right, where we had somebody starting a non-quarterback in the super flex spot. But this year, we've just seen more and more of that uh, just because there's been so many injuries and also a lot of, like, players you're keeping on your bench who aren't starters, like, in this case, um, Trevor Simeon on Nick's bench. Now, I will. I wonder if um, Nick is looking at that QB situation and wondering if he's going to plug in Trevor Simeon over Mike Williams. And his um, QB2 super flex spot. I don't know. Nick has some decision making to do. But yeah, I think it's going to be Nick. And I think that it's not going to be all that close. Yikes. All right, then we got the Vic Bowl 2021, where it's me versus Christopher. Everybody's obviously rooting for me. Everybody wants me to win. And I'm also thinking that I'm going to win. Uh, there's really no reason for that. Your team, Christopher, looks pretty awesome. Debo Samuel, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams. If I could pick any three wide receivers, it might be those three. Running back, you got Daryl Henderson, Javante Williams. Who knows um, what's going to go on with that Denver backfield. On the bench, I thought you had another. Oh, you know what? You had Mike Davis and you dropped him. I guess you just feel like that that might be worth it dropping him. Why did you drop him? You had other people you could drop. Zay Jones, Rondale. Oh, you have Rondale Moore now, Christopher. That's pretty interesting. Smitty, uh, take note. My team, I still have some choices. Even though I'm projected to lose, Christian McCaffrey is projected to have 12 points. Everybody knows if McCaffrey plays, he has 20. And if he doesn't play, he has zero. So I don't really know where this weird 12-point projection came from. Kind of dumb. I lost my tight end, Noah Fart, starting Conk, Conklin. We'll see if that works out. I think I'm going to win. Sam Darnold, PJ Walker, whoever starts in my QB2 spot is going to get some points. Yeah. 
Cooper Cup maybe needs 60 for me to pull this one off this week, if I'm going to be honest. Your team's doing well. My team's going downhill. But I pick me because it's my podcast, and that's what I want to do. All right, guys, I'm going to edit this, and I'm going to go to sleep. I'm pretty tired. TCU had a big win today, by the way. Go Frogs. Oklahoma State, big win, too, versus West Virginia. Nobody gives crap. All right, I'm out. Bye. See you later.